Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. It's time for another edition of The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Steve, my friend, what's going on this week? How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Mark. No, everything's going well. Just uh, enjoying the the nice weather we're finally having right now. Yeah, rocking and rolling. We are into November at the time of this podcast taping. And so, you know, it's one of those things where the weather is upon us and the things are changing and the leaves and all that good stuff. But, you know, it can be a fun time of the year. So I enjoy it. Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday coming up later. How about you? Are you a fan yeah, of Thanksgiving? I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love uh, the fall and I love Thanksgiving. So those are that is definitely my favorite um, holiday. Yeah, I get to over, I don't know what a good way of looking at it. I get to forgive my fat boyness and, <laughs> and go crazy <laughs> and go crazy at Thanksgiving. It's my wife's such a good cook and so I really enjoy it. But well, that's uh, great. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, let me, let's get into our stuff. I want to hit the news real fast. So here's my news topic for you. Charles Schwab recently announced that they'll soon be allowing clients to buy and sell fractions of stocks instead of having to buy an entire share. Why would we don't want to do this? Is this a good thing? I saw that, and that's uh, an interesting. I mean, I guess if you get more to get into I Apple, don't, I, I don't, don't know, know exactly what the the why they're doing that. The conspiracy theory in my book is that it, they'll probably make more money off of those some type of those trades than they would if they're buying an entire share, but. If you're going to want to buy a stock, go buy the stock, buy the full share. Don't buy pieces of it. You know, if you're going to be in the stock market and buying equities, buy the equity. You know, sometimes there's these gimmicks that they come out with that sound great, but they really aren't anything but a gimmick. And as I said, my conspiracy theory is that Schwab is going to end up making more money if you buy it in fraction of shares as opposed to a full share. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would make sense. I mean, I- the only thing I can think of is if maybe for folks who really want to get into a certain investment or have a certain stock and they just quite can't afford that whole stock, I guess that's the idea, right? You want to get Apple well, or something like that or Google or something that's $500 a share or something. I don't know. Well, here, here's my, my thought on that. If you can't afford to put $500 into, if that's the share price of the stock, then you really shouldn't be messing around the stock market. No, well, that's probably true too. I think that's probably a good idea. But, you know, sometimes people I think just want that, you know, to be able to say, yeah, I have a piece of Apple or whatever. <laughs> and so maybe that's some of the idea too. But anyway, we'll keep an eye on that and, and, uh, and see how that progresses moving forward. All right. So let's hit our main topics this week. Our topic for this program is sabotaging our own retirement. Steve, with all the things in the financial world we cannot control, why on earth would we want to sabotage our own retirement by messing up the things that we can control? Yet, we tend to do that. So let's discuss some ways people can sabotage their own financial health and hopefully uh, show them how to avoid doing that or at least give them some things to think about. So obsessing about the market ups and downs. Let's just start right there because at the time of this podcast taping, we had gotten up to 27.5, which I think something was somewhere a new record in there. We've dropped a little bit, but over the last two, three weeks, it's been up and down, up and down. Well, it's been that way for the last year and a half, really. But the market doesn't go in a straight line, either up or down. And there's a great saying by a, a gentleman I, I read a lot about. His philosophy is, is basically, if your goals haven't changed and the portfolio we have in place has been working don't make changes just because the market's going up or going down. So unless your goals have changed, the portfolio that was built 
should be able to weather the downside and maximize the upside. Okay, right. And so if you find that you are constantly stressing over that or you're obsessing about it, that's a clear way to consider that you could be messing up, you know, messing around, sabotaging your own retirement. Because when we start obsessing about the ups and the downs, you're tendency to start making moves at the wrong time become greater and greater. So you want to be careful there. Uh, All right. Social security is another one. So we're going to cover the biggies here. The sabotaging your own retirement could come in the form of starting it at the wrong time, whether it's too early or too late. Oh, absolutely. And you have to know the numbers. And that's why I always recommend people go to ssa.gov, find out what their numbers are. And when they see that if they are at 62 and they decide to take their, their social security, they're taking a haircut of about 30% than if they waited to full retirement age. And that's a permanent cut. I mean, that's a permanent reduction in the amount coming out. And there are also some hidden landmines out there, and that is the income limitation. Meaning you start taking your social security at 62, you think you're going good, and then you decide to go out and get a part-time job that's going to pay you 35, 40,000 a year. And then the next year you find out that you got to give back all your social security because you exceeded their limits on how much money you could earn before you were full retirement age and taking your social security. So it can really screw up your plans and, you know, for later life and everything. So you got to be real careful and know the numbers before you start taking, especially social security. Yeah. Yeah. And again, all these pieces are things to consider when we're trying to make sure we don't sabotage our own retirement. All right. So the third one, we covered two biggies here. The third one is pretending like the risk of a long-term care event or a nursing home stay is not in our future. And so we just don't think about it. And we talk about this quite a bit on the podcast. I get that it's terrifying, but it can be more terrifying to just totally ignore this as well. Absolutely. You got to understand that the, the numbers are going to, are there. They say if there's a couple ages 65, there's better than a 90% chance one or both are going to live into their 90s. And if you know anybody who lives in their late 80s or 90s, they may be alive, but they may need assistance. And it may not be that the spouse can help them. They actually need some professional help. So if it's not part of the plan and you're not taking it seriously or, or just that's not going to happen to me, or somebody says, well, I'll just jump off a bridge. Well, that's not planning. That's just trying to avoid it, that it might happen. And there are ways that we can put together to have certain type of products or certain type of solutions out there that can help us offset some of those risks that might, might occur. So yeah, don't think that it might not happen to you because if you think that too long, it probably will. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And what is it? Two out of every three now, I think folks are, are have to mm-hmm. deal with a long-term care event. So pretending like it's not going to happen is just setting yourself up to be in bad shape if you're not careful. Now, as always, folks, as we're talking about things on the podcast, uh, if you got questions or concerns before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Steve. Uh, he is a financial coach at Wealth Partners Corporation. You can call him at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207. You can also just go check him out at his website at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. All right, number four on our sabotaging list is assuming that because you like your job today, Steve, means you'll like it, you know, all the way to retirement. <laughs> you can't assume that. You can't you can assume it. Cannot yeah. assume that. Yeah, that's true. And so you'll be careful, right? Because you might love your job right now, but and let's say you're getting close to pre-retirement. You know, eight years from now, you might be like, "Oh my!" <laughs> it could be a your supervisor could change. The company could be sold. Any number of things could, could happen. So you you always want to make sure you have an exit plan. 
and don't assume that it's going to be great today and in the future. So enjoy it while you have it, but always keep in the back of your mind. It could change on you. Yeah, for sure. And do you see that sometimes, Steve? Do you see somebody when you may be first starting to work with them, they come in and you're kind of putting things together and they're like, yeah, I'm thinking about retiring in you know, five or 10 years and you're starting to kind of get that, you know, which is great as an advisor, you've got time to work through things, but then maybe they come back in a couple of years later and go, yeah, we got to hurry this up. <laughs> yeah. And that happened not too long ago. Somebody was just like that. They love what they did. They love their job. They'd been there for a number of years and then they had a management shakeup. The company also was sold. And now the, the person who had been there for 30 years is now having to report to somebody who is 20 years their junior and is not doing it the way that they've always done it. And so they were like, okay, I've had it. I'm not going to deal with this and, and I'm out. So again, you just can't assume that everything's going to be the same five, 10 years from now because things do change and they do change quickly. Right. Right. No, they definitely can change quickly. And so just be sure that you're, you know, again, staying up with some of these things. Do not sabotage your own retirement. And finally, not identifying how much you need to spend for the rest of your life to continue to maintain the lifestyle. And I think that's the tricky part. Like we get close to retirement. We're getting all excited. We say, okay, I'm going to need, I don't know, $5,000 a month for retirement. But is that maintaining or exceeding the lifestyle you have? Or is that bare bonesing it? Like who comes to you and says, Steve, I want to have... I want to go backwards in retirement as far as my lifestyle. Like nobody does that, right? You want to, you want to no. maintain or go forward. Yeah. No, I mean, think of it this way. And I, I was just having this conversation just a few days ago with somebody. I said, look, when you're out there working and you're, you're spending 30 years out in the workforce, 35 years in the workforce, you get up every day, you fight the traffic, you go to work, you deal with people, you deal with difficult clients, you deal with difficult bosses, all the things. And then you hit retirement when you can decide what you want to do, when you want to do it, if you want to do it, et cetera, and you want to live on half the lifestyle that you lived while you were fighting every day, going to work and doing all those things. Every person I've asked that to says, no, I want to live exactly the way I'm living now is when I retire. I exactly. just want to have more control. Right. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, if you live on $100,000 a year, it allows you to travel and do certain things. Then you say, well, in retirement, I only want to spend $50,000 a year. I don't want to travel. I don't want to do anything. God, you know, things are going to go, going to fall all apart and I don't want to spend any money. Then don't retire because that's just not going to be a peaceful retirement. That's going to be, you're always going to be worried about things. So I have a quick formula that I use with people to figure out, do they really have enough money? As we said, the, the main thing is knowing how much you're spending now. Right. I mean, because if you know how much you're spending now, then it's pretty actually pretty simple for me to figure out if you've saved enough money to live the lifestyle that you want to live when you hit retirement. And it's real simple. You find out what you're spending now. Quick way to do that is take all your bank statements, add up all the debits. That's how much money's going out of your checking account. Add those 12 months up of those debits and that'll tell you how much you're spending. And then you subtract out how much your guaranteed income is, which for everybody, it's their social security. And if some are lucky, they have a pension. It's going to leave a number. And if it's a positive number, then that's the amount you're going to have to generate out of the savings. And at that point, mathematics takes over. Because if you come down to a number of $50,000 you've got to pull out of your retirement and you've saved 200000 mathematically, it's going to work. You're going to be out of money pretty quick. So that's part of the planning. And, and if you don't do that, you will sabotage your retirement if you're not identifying how much you're going to need to spend and then um, figuring out, have you saved enough? And if you haven't, you're going to have to keep working and keep saving. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I know, and I get no one likes the B word budget, but you know, a budget is not a fixed income. So just having a budget to work off of or to work with gives you guidelines. It doesn't mean that you're locked into any specific thing. It just gives you an idea of what to work from because you have to make sure that you understand what's coming in and what's going out. Maybe you want to call it like a, I don't know, a financial retirement tracker or something. I don't know if you, if, if the B word turns you off, but either way you want to make sure. And most people that I talk to are, have really don't know how much they're spending. Right. I'll ask that question. How much you spend? Well, and they guess. And usually their guess is not right because I send them home and say, do this for me and tell me, you know, where you're right or wrong. And they come back and say, wow, we spent a lot more hmm. than we thought we spent. And at that point, I do this with my wife and I we will go through and we, we know pretty much what we spend. But then you can kind of go through and you can kind of look at that point and say, okay, are there anything in there? that we can reduce and maybe save $50, $60 a month. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you can find that in there, that really helps you kind of tighten up what you're spending in, you know, cable service, you know, should you be spending $150 a month? Well, you can go in and find out you can spend 125. So it just helps, you know, keeping your lifestyle, but you know, don't throw away your money. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go, folks. That is our podcast for this week. Do not sabotage your own retirement with so much going on in the world that we cannot control. Make sure you're being smart with the things you can control. And if you've got some questions, as always, go check out Steve's website. He's got more than 20 years of experience in the financial services world. Check him out at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple, whatever platform of choice you like. Share it with a friend on the uh, episodes page there. There's usually a place where you can share it via Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Uh, and just let folks know to check out and subscribe to the podcast as well. We'd certainly appreciate it. And as always, before you take action, if you've got some questions or concerns, get on his calendar and come in and talk to him one-on-one. 913-685-3207 is how you make that happen. Call 913-685-3207. He's in the Kansas City area. He's got an office in Overland Park at Wealth Partners Corporation. Steve, buddy, thanks for your time, my friend. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. We'll see you next time, folks, here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.